If you're looking for a podcast about all things hunting, especially in the South, you've come to the right place. My name is Weber Herbison, and hunting is the ultimate addiction. We are live. Are we good? We are good to go. All right. This podcast is brought to you by Student Loans and Debt. For for everybody that doesn't know, me and Patrick are in dental school. Yeah. See my scrubs? <laughs> got my scrubs on. Uh, got done a little early today. We usually leave in school about now, but it's pretty nice to get done early. So yep. we're going to start a podcast. My name is Patrick Hudson. I'm Weber Herbison, and this is the Ultimate Addiction Podcast. Uh, I can definitely say that if you asked me 15 years ago what I was going to be doing for a living, it would not be going to dental school. Yeah, it would have been professional hunting for sure. Yeah, ain't no <laughs> doubt. Uh, and that's kind of how the Ultimate Addiction, I guess, got started, was... We were fully convinced at 11 years old that we were going to be on TV hunting and we were going to be Michael Waddell. Yeah. I think that was every 12-year-old's dream that wanted to hunt for sure. Yeah, but uh, I definitely feel like we actually took it to another level, at least more than most people. We Back th- back then, is not the same as it, was, as it is now. Like, nowadays... There's so much access to stuff as compared to in 2011. Like, I remember getting t-shirts and logos made and decals and stuff and having to, like, email a guy in freaking, like, (laughs) Oklahoma or something to get some decals made, like, custom decals, because nobody did that back then, or at least, you know, for what we had access to, they didn't. Yeah, for sure. It's it's definitely changed. Um, hunting's changed a lot since then too. Uh, we've learned a lot. Um, Instagram's blown up. I don't think that was a big thing when we first got started. I remember, I think maybe sophomore year of high school. Yeah, Instagram it, got going. Maybe, maybe, for us. Mm. And nowadays, you know, social media is so big that the outdoor channel isn't even. I mean, it's a thing, but, like, nobody, nobody's on it. Nobody yeah. wants to be on the Outdoor Channel anymore, so to speak. Yeah, your main big guys are THP. Um, Chris B's huge. Doesn't have, even have a TV show. Yeah. Um, you know, he's, his social media runs everything. His sponsors, through just from being so big on social media, carry him all over the country now. And, he, you know, all you watch him on is YouTube. Yeah, and he's got millions of followers. Just huge. It's just on, off of YouTube. It's honestly insane. Yeah, how how much things have changed. Like the Outdoor Channel, you have, you still have your main people. You know, Bone Collector, uh, the Crush. You got. But even the Crush now, I mean, it's on YouTube. They're, you know, you're sitting on YouTube. Primos, they've about gone off to YouTube. It's the younger guys. They've. Don't have to carry around those big, huge cameras anymore. Basically, film everything on your phone. Chris B, one Chris B's, and his videos is all filmed on his phone. 
iPhone 15. Yep. Back when we got started, we had little handy cams and grew up to big cameras. And now I've kind of got a little compact thing. So it's just definitely changed. You know, like, and nowadays, if if you're not posting, what would you call it? Like quality photos, like it's so it's so creative now. Yeah, everybody's an influencer, and yeah. everybody's a professional photographer. Like it is so easy. Like nowadays with iPhones, it's so easy to to just take a cool picture. Yeah. And you know, Instagram kind of started that with all the filters and stuff. I can remember, like you said, you know, sophomore year of high school, you're posting a picture on Instagram and you're just adding so many filters. It's just crazy. And now everybody's kind of figured it out that you don't need a professional camera to post something cool no you know your phone your phone can do it just as good as just i mean just about unless you're getting wildlife photography or something like that you know you really want to get something cool like a slow-mo shot and even then like unless it's just far away you know, iPhone yeah. can do all of it just about. And if you got a good editing software, know how to work it, it's, it does the job for you. Like, when we were in Colorado turkey hunting this year, we got caught in a hailstorm. And I was, you know, as we're running out of that hailstorm, I'm videoing it on my phone in slow-mo. And honestly, you couldn't you couldn't tell that it wasn't a professional camera if you didn't know. Yeah. I'll throw it in a reel or something, and it's honestly just as good as anything else for B-roll. And it's easier to put on Instagram. Yeah. You, know, you use a new camera, you got to change it to the platform, you got to shrink down the file, then blow it back up, and it just doesn't work. Yeah, I mean... A lot, a lot easier just to film it on your phone. No doubt. And like you said, even the, even the big name people are getting to where they'll just video stuff for Instagram on their phone. Yep. Like, uh, even... Even big time YouTube people, you know, Dave Owens, for instance, he he'll video some things just on his phone. It like some people will do all their uh, interviews like in the tree. You know, let's say they're let's say they're videoing with a you know a camcorder with a good lens, like a like a mirrorless camera or something with a you know a good lens for far out. You can't really do a, a interview because it's too close, so they'll just use their phone. To, to video them because it's just that easy. Yep. And it looks super good. Yeah. Unless you got a phone like Patrick's and it's yep. and it's bent and cracked and everything else. Hey, it works. Spend less time on your phone, more time in the woods. That's right. Sure. That's right. A phone or, or camera does not kill a deer. Yeah. It saves a lot of lives. Tra- Neither does a trail camera. People seem to think uh, trail cameras kill deer and uh, they definitely do not. Uh, if that was the case, I'd have a lot more deer dead. Yeah, anybody can get sure. a picture of a deer. Um, it's definitely a tool that I use a ton, probably way more than your average person. But especially to be a bow hunter, you have to you have to have trail cameras if you're gonna if you're gonna hunt a specific deer. And in the south, in the I south, think. in the south, you know, everybody uh, yeah. talks about. Bow hunter, bow hunting, the magazine, bowhunter.com, all that. Every detail and things to do to kill deer, it seems like it's in the Midwest, and that does not work in the South. No. Especially in the Delta. The South, like Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, 
or just you know the ones yeah, like in Georgia. Yeah, so, probably Tennessee. definitely Georgia and Tennessee. Tennessee, you can get into some mountains, but definitely, I mean, in the South, it is completely different than uh, the Midwest. You can't just, you know, in the Midwest, you know your bedding areas, you know your pinch points, you know your food source, all from a map, more or less. In the South, you pull up a map and it's just a block of woods. That's all you're looking at. Uh, you really have to learn how to read a map. And so that's where trail cameras come into play. I will, I will literally just find a section on a map. If it all looks the same, I will just block off like couple hundred acres and be like i'm gonna throw a camera in there and i'm just gonna leave it and see what i get and nowadays with trail cameras i mean not trail cameras cell cameras you can like we live two and a half hours from where i hunt yep, two and a half hours from where i hunt too now because of school so i mean i'm getting i'm getting trail cam pictures right now yeah. so yeah we just got our shooter deer on camera recently my dad called man he's coming down to see me tomorrow and he said i'd be killing that deer if it wasn't for you but you know that deer's come out at six o'clock and most people think well he's dead tomorrow but those deer are smart yep if you're in the woods with the deer around here they know you're there the story of my uh hunting season this year is uh deer showing up on camera every day and then the day i go hunt he shows up somewhere else or you know just comes in after dark or whatever and that could probably be attested to me in some way but who knows I know. it could definitely be frustrating but it's nice too there's been a deer that that guy that on our hunting club he shot hit with the bow didn't get really good penetration didn't kill the deer got pictures of him i think the next night and my dad shot the deer he wasn't sure if he hit it and got pictures of that same night <laughs> yeah so Versus the old school way, you know, you'd have to go looking for the camera and then wait yep. a week or so if you didn't want to booger up all your Check stuff. Check the card. Yep. Run through thousands of pictures. The only thing about cell cameras that I don't like is it'll it'll make you complacent. You know, I used to... When you used to have to go in there and actually check your trail cameras, you could see the sign. You could see what it looked like in there. And now with cell cameras, you never even have to step foot in the woods. And so a lot of times, at least for me, I'll leave the camera out and I'm like hoping a deer will show up on it instead of going and checking it, seeing there's no sign, seeing that, you know, nothing is on the card yep. and moving it. Yeah, it makes you lazy for sure. Yeah, definitely. But back to how the ultimate addiction got started. Can you remember how we came up with the name? You actually came up with the name. Yeah, I was thinking about this the other night. I, I don't, I don't know. I guess there's arrow affliction out when we got started, and we bow hunt the majority of the year. Mississippi, which is a pretty common thing for most mid Midwesterns, but in Mississippi we have a gun season from what the weekend before thanksgiving now yeah all the way to then january 31st yeah and then there's a, a you know a primitive weapon thrown in there somewhere yeah but. and you can hunt with crossbows yeah. so but we like to bow hunt so we chose bow hunting so you got arrow affliction and it might have kind of come from that like affliction addiction yeah, yeah. Rhyme. just kind of sparked an idea i guess i don't know 
Oh, oh, Chris Brackett. Yeah. We, I mean, we really enjoy it. And I know we'd both rather be in the woods. You know, I was sleeping 12 years old. I haven't dreamed of being on TV. But, you know, God had different plans for us. And now we're in dental school. But hopefully we'll be able to continue just videoing. Yeah. Make something, a little something of it. and be nice just to show the world what we're doing. You know, it's, it's fun for us to video. I was talking to a guy this morning and talking about videoing turkeys. Yeah. You know, it's almost just as fun, if not the exact same as shooting a turkey when you're videoing turkeys. You've got to be still. You have to make sure everything's right. It's, he's seeing you just like he's seeing the person with the gun versus bow hunting. You can kind of get around the tree and you're 25 foot in the air. It's just not quite as intense. But yeah. Video and it's it's been fun to us, and we like showing the world what we're doing. For me, it's like you can you can tell somebody about how your hunt went, or you can show them how it went. Yeah. And there's a huge difference in someone being able to visualize it and someone being able to hear about it. And so for me, I would you know even. It's almost like I would have to video my hunts, even if even if I didn't have a, a anywhere to post them, I would almost still video my hunts just so people could could understand what what I like about it, like what's cool to me. Like I, I videoed a deer a couple weeks ago, and he's just sitting in the sun, and he's I guess he's sneezing. I don't know what he's doing, but he's like out of both nostrils. You can just see the the smoke just coming out. I mean. Like I said, I can't I can't describe it to you. It's basically what he was doing, yeah. just out there sneezing. But if you watched it, you'd be like, "Man, like that's cool." Yeah. And so, and I, you know, I enjoy editing videos. It's it's like a, I don't want to call it an art, but I guess it is an art. Editing videos, making like, telling a story through a video, like a, like Instagram reels have changed this. Like we were talking about earlier. Just being, you know, just having a platform to share a 30-second clip of your Thanksgiving break, of like all the, you know, footage you took over Thanksgiving break, or like a hunt, or like a trip. Like when we went to Colorado turkey hunting this year, you know, I made a minute-long clip, a reel of footage, you know, from the whole week, and it summed up the whole week. Yeah. But, you know, it's just cool to be able to do that now, and so even if. As, you know, like Luke Combs says, even if I wasn't doing this, I'd still be doing this. Yeah. And it's nice when you talk about, you know, I passed up this deer, and it was like, well, why'd you pass up that deer? And you get to show them all that stuff. I know my dad's always dogging on me for passing up deer, but you show them the camera. Like yep. Sometimes the camera can be deceiving and make things look better. And I know the or worse. Yeah. And people like to show you the best version of something, but, you know, Getting with the camera, video camera, you can see every angle of a deer and show them. And you can look at your shot. If you make a bad shot, analyze your shot. Yep. So it's a lot more than just fun and putting it on YouTube. It definitely helps you. And it helps you learn. Yeah, for sure. If you learn how to work a camera solo filming with a bow, that's tough. Yeah. (laughs) You learn some stuff about, about your hunting skills when you're sitting up there with a camera and you're trying to film. Uh, like the deer I killed opening weekend, the sun gun was at five yards and it's, it's dark essentially, you know, dark enough that the, the screen on the camera was, was bright and he pinned me. So, and in that, 
and that 10 seconds of him stopping and pinning you and before you shoot you learn a lot about yourself yep and then videoing yourself your movement you think you're being real stealthy and you look at a video game like wow <laughs> like that. i'm surprised horrible. i got away with it yeah it's like video and turkey hunting, you know, somebody set up behind you and you're like, Holly, I was a real, like, like you don't realize how, but how hard you breathe until you see yourself on camera, turkey hunting. Yeah. Or like for me, I had a GoPro on my shoulder, you know, like Dave Owens kind of does. And that sun gun, when you, as soon as you lay eyes on the turkey, that GoPro started floating. <laughs> and you can see it, you know, when you're videoing, when someone's videoing the the shooter, that gun barrel will be floating up and down. <laughs> yeah, and you think you're being super stealthy, but uh-huh. all the time there's a little shake going on. I swear, uh, when that deer pinned me, opening weekend, I was drawn back, or I was going to draw back, and he pinned me, and I stopped, and I could have sworn I was letting down so slow and smooth, and then you watch it on camera, and you're like, wow, how did he not, how did he not bust out of there? Yeah, adrenaline slows everything down for sure. Man, I could. You ever been? You ever been so like shook up? You can hear your heartbeat like it's quiet in the woods. Oh yeah. Like you can hear it. It's almost like it's coming out of your throat. You're so. You're literally. It's so quiet. You're so shook up, and it's just. Yep. That is the correct. I had that happen one time, and it was so distinct. I didn't know what it was. I was young. Uh, had a. I was hunting a spot, and uh, I really really didn't hunt this spot much but for whatever reason i was in there and uh i saw this buck coming through a thicket following some does and he i didn't think he was big enough to shoot i kind of like saw him and was like oh he's all right and then when he stepped in the opening i was like oh my gosh like this deer is way bigger than i thought and it was so quiet it was so silent that's when the big ones move yeah it i mean it was so quiet he got through he got through my opening before i could even get my bow but i was gonna try to just like squeeze a hole somewhere and man they knew something was up for whatever reason mainly because it was probably you could hear a pin drop you'd hear a gnat fart for like 400 yards and i could just hear my heart just and i swear they ran off because they could hear it too i mean it was it 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 felt i don't know that it was but it felt like it was that loud yeah that and then your arrow's shaking that's a lot of movement when you got deer standing underneath you ain't no doubt so what where are we now what's our plan now as far as what deer hunting deer hunting cameras plans for the future what we plan to become of this you know i tell everybody i do this for fun uh that i don't really care if it blows up or not i don't care you know followers or no followers i'm still gonna do it uh but as far as the podcast goes really you know i think it just gives a platform to talk about things that we already talk about and people like to listen for whatever reason uh I've had so many people tell me, like, man, please hurry up and get the podcast out. You know, talk about this, talk about that. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I'll talk if if somebody will listen. So, I mean. It's definitely slacking. Um, hunting in the south, hunting the Delta specifically, it's flat. There's no transitions. You know, you try to look at videos about 
hunting and like, oh, this is how to find bedding areas. This is where you can find areas where the deer move, and that does not apply down here at no. all. Everything where Weber hunts is all cut, cut over. I'm in all hardwoods. Um, a lot of places in Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana's pine trees. Yeah, and, you know, there's not food there no. for deer, so you're finding little sections of white oaks or whatever. And then some areas of the Delta, um, on the outside of the levee, is all acorn trees. Yeah, yeah. Every, every single tree is an acorn tree. So how do you find deer when everything's food mm-hmm. and everything can be bedding and everything can be a pinch point? Literally. You know, so... They don't... They're, they don't have to travel anywhere. No. They, they have everything where they want it. And I listen to a bunch of podcasts, watch a bunch of videos, and there's nothing how to pinpoint deer and that stuff. No. And yeah. I, I think that'll be, you know, that'll be something that we could give the world. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't want to sit here and, and give credentials, but we've been doing this as well, long and harder than most people. Heck. Started when we were 11, which I think shot my first deer with a bow when I was 11. And so we've been bow hunting since 26 now. Yeah. I mean, golly. And I can hunt more than we have it. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I could. The amount of hours, the amount of hours that I've spent in the woods since I was six years old is insane. I tell people all the time the number of trail cam photos that I've looked at in my lifetime would amaze you. I mean, man, tens of thousands for sure, easily. And it's funny, I, I do not forget a deer. I don't know why. For whatever reason, I kind of have a, like a, it's not a photographic memory, but I have a very visual memory, and I will remember a deer for like years and years and years. I'll never forget him. And like I'll, I'll, we'll get a picture of a deer 10 years later, and I'll be like, man, he looks just like this other deer we had pictures of. Or year to year, you know, my dad's like, what ear is this? What ear is this? Why, you know, how do you know? How do you remember? No, it's just what I've done my whole life. Yeah. Definitely something we enjoy and hopefully we can give some knowledge to some people. I know any kind of knowledge is better than no knowledge. So that's what we're going to try to do with this. Hopefully get some more videos out soon. Um get some tips and tricks from some big guys that'd be nice get some cool people on this podcast yeah i definitely plan on bringing some some people on here we're in the in jackson mississippi so the small town guys are here yeah we got all kind of stuff making noise around here that'll be okay though yeah first podcast we'll make it work yeah i'm getting it done and hopefully um It'll be better, and we'll have some stories to share for everybody and see what happens. Dogs barking in the background. Yep. But, anyway, how long have we been going now? Does it even say? I don't know. It feels like a long time. Probably not long. It probably, yeah.